welcome to an updated episode of uh, Fig Pie True Crime. Hello. This is going to be a bit more different than one of our other episodes because uh, this is just an update of an old in a case that we talked about that, yeah. uh, because they caught the guy. <laughs> yeah, one of the unsolved ones we do is no longer unsolved. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't mean to toot our own horn, but it was because of us. No, I'm kidding. Totally was. It totally was. There's no, no, no other logical explanation. If it wasn't for us, I mean, how else could they have solved this murder? It's not like they yeah. had police on the job or anything. It's not like every news outlet covered it in the area. And, like, millions of other YouTube channels of YouTube channels covered it or anything like that. Nope. It was us. All, all two morons sitting in their bedrooms in Massachusetts. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we might as well just get right to it. So the Delphi murders. Uh, Josh and I talked about it a little bit ago. Um, it was our second ever episode of this podcast. Over yeah, two, it was a good one. Over two years ago. Um, but it looks like they've caught a suspect who his name has not been released. His picture has been though. Uh, they caught him on October 26th and he appeared in court on October 28th. Um, his trial is going to be in March, 2023. So hence why he has not yet been, um, named because they don't want to reveal his name until he's been officially convicted of the crimes but i think his name might be out there yeah his name's out there if you go to the news stations um richard allen apparently he worked at a cbs local to the park that the girls that the um instagram story that the girls posted was posted from well he does look like he definitely works at a cbs but none that i'd let my kids go near yeah his God, he looks creepy. But yeah, it was all. It was. It was literally all thanks to the video. I don't think they would have had enough to find him if it wasn't for the if video. If it wasn't for them posting an Instagram story, they posted an Instagram story, and there was still video and photos in one of the girls' phones, I believe, when they originally were murdered. What that tells you people is uh, let your kids have cell phones. Yeah, cell phones are a really good tool. While they may not... One day if your kid's about to get stabbed, they can record their killer on camera. At the very least, you may get some justice for what happened. At the very, very least. At bare minimum. Yeah, um... Apparently, also, apparently, also, there has been some updates to the Zodiac um, case in the last since we did this, since we did the episode. Apparently, there's been some more work on the ciphers. Did you hear about that? Yeah, people have been working on them. I haven't looked into it much because until and, and this is just how I look at cases like that as a giant fan of that case. Um until there's concrete proof that it's correct, I tend not to pay it much mind. Yeah. 
the and FBI it, the FBI actually confirmed that uh that uh that somebody's cipher that one of the ciphers had been um decoded the 340 cipher uh the FBI the, confirmed it. yeah the FBI confirmed it um let's see um uh, the letter contained no clues that the killer has some fairly odd delusions just reading an article on it right now uh the fir- after the first message, the killer ciphers became more complicated. One which contained 340 characters and managed to elude decryption for 51 years. And a team of co-breakers decided to try to crack the code specifically because they knew it would be a challenge. Um, David Arnack, Sam Blake, and Jarl Van Eyck used software to help them break the cipher. First, by finding the many possible reading directions that could be used if the cipher is transpositional. And they found out by sheer luck that one solution to how the cipher could be transposed revealed fragments of a message fragments of messages including hope you are trying to catch me or the gas chamber that gave them the clues to crack finally crack the uh finally crack that cipher by starting at the top left hand corner they moving down one line and across two spaces to get to the next letter a key which could be translated into letters and then words emerged. The letter B, for instance, was represented by a question mark 7, C by a symbol 9, and A by a whole row of symbols unavailable on a keyboard. You can see it was neatly shown in the video released by the team. Though the use of this method, some slight adjustments by ignoring a few words, it's to have before transposing the text, a message was revealed. And this is the message for the uncracked 51-year-old cipher. I hope you're having lots of fun trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me or everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. So they are afraid of death. I'm not afraid because I know what my new life is. Life will be an easy one in paradise death. And paradise was spelled with a C instead of an S on that. All of all the things that stood out was the line that wasn't me on the TV show. They're one fucked up individual. Um, they think that they think that the that's not them on the TV show is referring to someone calling themselves the Zodiac called into a TV show hosted by Jim Dunbar while the caller was on the air. He said, "I need help. I'm sick. I don't want to go to the gas chamber." But yeah, right, so... and and the FBI put out a tweet apparently. To hear me out, right? Anybody who thinks that the Zodiac killer would go on TV, yeah, like that is high. Like, you know, like to me, that's just it's just silly that someone even thought that was a possibility. No, like obviously it was to taunt the police, like. Well, right, but the fact that they actually thought it was not a hoax, which it turned out to be a hoax. Yeah, yeah, no, like, obviously the other cipher was to taunt the police. That's what it was always, that's what the ciphers are always all about. Right. But like, I don't, like, I think these people who had some, like, grand delusion that the ciphers would lead to the killer are, like... <laughs> 
I don't I don't I don't know what they were thinking. Like of course there was of course there was gonna be no concrete evidence in the cipher, even if it was ever cracked. And that just kinda proves it. Right. <clears throat> And funnily, funnily enough, we did that episode a year before, uh, almost exactly a year before the the news came out about the uh, the code being cracked. All I'm saying is we were on the ball in all of these. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's like, I'm going to quit my job and become a private detective. And I could do it, let's be real. Ryan's like, I'd be the best detective to ever exist. I mean, I solved all the cases in Danganronpa. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Just like, shut your mouth. <laughs> wait, and apparently, wait. I'm just like, decided to just like randomly Google this just to see. Apparently, the. Doctor No Killer was uh, the apparently some of the uh, at least some of the killings connected to, to the Doctor No serial killings have been connected to Samuel Leg the Third. Um, he was indicted on one count of murder, two outs of aggravated murder, and one count of rape and kidnapping. Um, people are speculating that he may be the one behind Dr. No, but at least one of the murders that Dr. No was originally attributed to have been attributed to this to that to that man. And that was in And that was in twenty that was in April of twenty twenty two. Being been charged with other murders and and he apparently had first been arrested in um, 2015 for trespassing um, and then he didn't show up for his hearing you'd send the police locate him they would find him disoriented and watering in campgrounds or rural areas Uh, they determined he was suffering from a uh, bacterial infection of the brain caused by untreated syphilis. Hey, like Al Capone. Yeah. Uh, several truck drivers have been suspects. But yeah, th th I thought that was interesting too, is that I just found that out too while I was uh, searching. I was just looking at it. I was just like, "Oh, have I, I know, I know some of them haven't gotten any updates." So, Jumbo Name will never probably get solved, literally ever. Josh is still Even salty though. about it. <laughs> what? So Josh is still salty that it won't be solved <laughs> because her parents were fucking involved. Like it's super obvious her parents were involved somehow. But yeah, that's but yeah. Um. I just figured it might be nice to do some of these kind of like update episodes every once in a while where we can like if anything has changed in any of the cases that we talked about that we can like talk about those 
if you haven't seen any of those episodes yet, um, feel free to watch them. It was episode one, um, two, and then number nine we were talking about, um, where we talk about those. We were talking about those cases in more in in more depth. But anyway, um, unless you have more to add, Ryan. Uh, um, I do not. That's it for now. Thank you guys, and uh, hopefully we'll be releasing podcasts a little bit more frequently moving forward. We'll see what happens. Hey, bye. Been crazy lately. Yeah, you know, you know, you know how it is with you know everything. Just like gestures at the world. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye.